Hey, Disney fans, looking for the latest Disney news? And interviews with some of Disney's biggest stars? Well, have we got the podcast for you. Welcome to D23 Inside Disney. I'm Jeffrey from D23. And I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. And together, we are taking you Inside Disney. Hello, Sherry. Hello, Jeffrey. And... And special guest, ladies and gentlemen, we are very happy to have a special guest host with us today. Yay. He has frequently been behind the scenes with us on some of our fabulous video episodes, and he's been a fantastic member of the D23 team for many years. Please welcome Hunter Hopewell. Woohoo! Hi, great to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, we are so happy to have you here. This is great. <laughs> From behind the camera to in front of the mic. <laughs> exactly. Oh, well, Hunter, thank you for joining us. It has always been so much fun working with you on our video shoots. And for those listening, he is such a phenomenal powerhouse. And for those of you who watch the five facts videos that D23 puts together, he is also the voice of those fun facts. So, yes. so if you've not already heard his voice, go back and listen to those. Yeah, Jeffrey, I'm a, a longtime listener of this show, first time co-host, so this is pretty pretty neat. <laughs> well, let's kick off. We always start with some of our own personal Disney news. We know you had a very big trip, so tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I was lucky enough to go to Disneyland Paris for their 30th anniversary. Wow. Mm. What a time to be there. I mean... First of all, Phantom Manor, what an amazing ride. They have Hyperspace Mountain now. I think they made the switch over to Hyperspace Mountain, which blew my mind. <laughs> and just the, the park, it's as cool as it's ever been. I mean, they, they've added a lot of like cool new statues that represent Disney characters. It was a lot of fun. You guys have been before, yeah? I have. I have, yes. But it's been a while. You know, when I went, and this feels like a false memory, so anyone out there, or Jeffrey and Hunter, correct me if this actually didn't exist, but in my memory of Disneyland Paris, there is a quick service restaurant that is half High School Musical themed and half Pirates of the Caribbean themed. But again, this could have been a wild fever dream. Wow. I don't <laughs> remember you... that. That doesn't mean it didn't exist. <laughs> yeah, I think I might have missed that this time around. If only we had tiny devices in our pockets that could answer these questions for us. Some, something to Google after the show. If only. Um, they opened a new Avengers campus there, which is ah, pretty cool. Yeah. So I got to be one of the first people to ride their new Avengers ride, which was awesome. Brie Larson Very recorded cool. a bunch of new stuff for it. They have an Iron Man animatronic, which speaks French. Where else can you see that? Uh, bonjour. Bonjour, yeah. If you can get out there, I highly recommend <laughs> checking it out. It was, it was a lot of fun. Mm. Amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Mm. How cool. And Sherry, I don't think either of us can top a trip to Paris, but what have you been up to? <laughs> yeah, I did not go to Paris, but I did go to Hulu, which, you know, Ooh. next best thing. Absolutely. And I watched Prey. You guys. Uh, Jeffrey, I don't think Jeffrey or kids should watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the warning. <laughs> <laughs> it was riveting. I was on the edge of my seat. I mean, the thrills, the way the creature looked, it was all just so visceral and terrifying. And the storytelling was brilliant. I highly recommend it. And I've got to dive deep into the whole Predator franchise. So you know where to find me for the next several days. <laughs> I have not, Hunter, have you watched it yet? Not yet, honestly. Have you, Jeffrey? No, and then as people know, I'm uh, too much of a, a scaredy cat, probably. I don't, I don't think that sitting alone in my condo in the dark, this is going to be a good thing to ever, ever watch. <laughs> Everyone says it's amazing. So if you like scary movies, I think absolutely you should jump right in. Definitely. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of the, the Predator franchise, so I'm excited to check it out. 
Mm. Yes. Let me know when you watch it. Yeah. Some big D23 news and big D23 Expo news. The complete schedule for all of the in-person panels and presentations is now up. If you go to d23expo.com and click on schedule, you can click on every single day, see how all of the different panels are coming together, get some more descriptions about those. So if you have not already checked it out and are interested to see what is going to be happening there, the live stream schedule has not yet been posted, but you can look for that in the coming weeks. And for way more details about D23 Expo and D23, we have the fantastic head of D23 coming up on the show, Sherry and I had a chance to chat with the one, the only Michael Vargo. So stick around. He has a lot of details. And in fact, one announcement, I will say about the live stream. So it's something that guests will be able to watch from the comfort of their own home. So stick around for that and jumping right in. A whole bunch of news came out of the TCAs, the Television Critic Association event that happens twice a year. A whole bunch of fun stuff. Well, Diego Luna and showrunner Tony Gilroy of Andor were there. They revealed the show will have two seasons set over a five-year period. I was lucky enough to see some of the first episodes. Very excited to see the rest of them for the season and cannot believe there's going to be another season coming. The premiere date for Dancing with the Stars, season 31. Sherry, it's like older than you. I don't even understand that. (laughs) Coming to Disney Plus on September 19th. Just for funsies, the cast of Grownish was there. Season five, of course, airing right now on Freeform and uh, then on Hulu. And for those who did not already listen, the fantastic Marcus Scribner, who plays Junior, was on the show last week. He was terrific. They announced mm-hmm. Good Trouble, spinoff of The Fosters, one of my favorites. Announced uh, a fifth season is going to be coming. Pretty massive on that. There, there were a ton of incredible big announcements coming out of there. You can read about all of them on D23's website. So you can head over to D23.com for more details on that. Nice. Well, I've got some turtly awesome news, fellas. Ah, <laughs> love what you did there. Uh, thank you. Thank you. The 15th annual Tour de Turtles is underway at Disney's Vero Beach Resort. Yes. So two female sea turtles, they're sponsored by the Disney Conservation Fund and Disney Cruise Line, began their migration marathon starting at their nesting beaches at Vero Beach Resort to the feeding grounds in the Bahamas and beyond. The turtles are named after characters from Avatar The Way of Water, which, by the way, I rewatched Avatar this weekend. That's another thing I did. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. And such a good movie. Such a good movie. And rewatched the trailer for The Way of Water. And man, it looks good. That oh, so good. <laughs> cutting edge technology. Okay. Anyway, anyway, back to the turtles. <laughs> So they are racing alongside other sea turtles. The turtle to swim the farthest wins Tour de Turtles. I just love the video. I think the, like you see the little baby sea turtles going into the water. They're so cute. So if you've not yes. already watched it, go see the video. Oh, sorry, yes, Sherry. So, 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 so cute. <laughs> These are the sports that we love to watch. Yes. Yes. But in addition to it being super cute, the data collected from Tour de Turtles helps researchers make more informed decisions about sea turtle conservation policies and methods and you can learn a whole lot more at tourdeturtles.org also in that video that's uh, on the parks blog our good pal and frequent podcast guest dr mark is on it yay all right well from one feel-good story to another disney and starlight children's hospital has teamed up to help kids at texas children's hospital disney and the nonprofit foundation teamed up to host a spidey themed event 
Mm. Hospitalized patients and their families had the opportunity to be among the first in the United States to enjoy a pre-screening of the first episode of the new season of Marvel's Spidey and His Amazing Friends, which launches wow. August 19th on Disney Channel, I know, and on Disney Junior. Cast member Armin Taylor, who voices Hulk, made a special appearance at the celebration to meet with patients and their families. How cool is that? Yeah. Right? Isn't that sweet? In addition, the group distributed Marvel's Spidey and his amazing friends themed toys, activity packs, and books. Patients took photos with their families, physicians, and nurses in front of a large backdrop featuring characters from the show to commemorate the special day. It's pretty amazing. The event was part of Disney's commitment of $100 million to help children's hospitals reimagine the patient experience and deliver joy when it's needed most. In 2018, Disney chose Texas Children's Hospital as the first children's hospital in the nation to pilot its pediatric hospital initiative. To learn more, you can visit starlake.org slash Disney. Nice. Oh, and our pal, producer Bruce, works a lot on those activations with Starlight Children's Hospital and, and a lot of our great social responsibility efforts. So shout out to Bruce. Woohoo! Shout out to Bruce. Well, turning the tables over to Turning the Tables with oh, Robin Roberts. You are two for two with the puns there, girl. <laughs> two for two. Uh, turning the Tables with Robin Roberts. It has been renewed for season two. Yay! Yay. Robin is a co-anchor of Good Morning America and, of course, friend of the pod, who hosts and executive produces the series, which is also executive produced by LeBron James. Maybe you've heard of him. Hmm. And Spring Hill. It won the 2022 Daytime Emmy for Outstanding Informative Talk Show, and you can check out all four episodes of the first season on Disney+. Plus. Nice. Well, I cannot wait for season two, and but you know what's coming up sooner? You hear that chime? You know what time? It's time for five <laughs> fantastic things to watch this weekend, presented by our friends at State Farm. For all details and listings, visit d23.com. And remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Jeffrey, what's up first? Well, Jeffrey, X-Men Days of Future Past is what's up first, coming at 4.40 p.m. on FXM on Friday, August 12th. I love a good X-Men, love a good mutant, and love a good Wolverine. So why not (laughs) tune into that on Friday? And then also on Friday, take all of that exciting X-Men energy and then watch... Pete's Dragon. I, it's the, the 2016 <laughs> reimagining of the Disney classic starring Robert Redford. It is celebrating its sixth anniversary on Friday, August 12th. So why not watch that on Disney Plus? And then from there, we have a film which I actually loved. I watched this on Disney Plus. It's called Sneakerella. This is going to be its network premiere on Disney Channel, Saturday, August 13th at 5 p.m. Have you guys seen this movie? It, it is so good. I the choreography. Yet. It blew me away. It's a fun take on Cinderella. And yeah, I'd highly recommend checking it out on Disney Channel. Ooh, nice. Well, then on Sunday on Freeform, why not check out The Pacifier at 1040 a.m. with Vin Diesel as an elite Navy SEAL who, uh, well, something's happened with some kids. It's a lot. It's a handful. (laughs) And a pet duck. And cap off the weekend with a new episode of Celebrity Family Feud on Sunday at 8 p.m. on ABC. We've got Kristen Chenoweth against Kathy Najimy and casts from I Know. So good. And casts from My Unorthodox Life versus Summer House. Let's back this up to Kristen Chenoweth and Kathy Najimy. You've got technically (laughs) two celebrities well known for playing witches. 
Oh, yes. We've got a, oh. a Galinda, not Disney, but still love it. Wow. She also played a, a bit of a magical being in Descendants. So True. I, you know, I, it's magic against magic. That's how I'm viewing this one. It's all connected. Definitely. It sounds like. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, on to our very special guest who's been with Disney for more than 30 years. You might say it's been a wild ride for this guy who is talented, smart, and charming. And I'm not just saying that because I work with him every day. Please welcome <laughs> to the show, the head of D23, Michael Vargo. Woohoo! Hi, everyone. Welcome. Thanks for having me. This is great to be back. Yay. Ah, it's such an honor to have you back. Okay, well, before we get started, we know you are a massive Disney fan. And as a former friend of Winnie the Pooh, Chippendale, Yellow Gingerbread Man number three in a Christmas parade, you started your career at Disneyland, and I'm pretty sure you were friends with some characters. If you want to elaborate a little bit, character to character. I sure did. And I'm so <laughs> happy to hear about your history there as well, Sherry. This is awesome. And yeah, I, I started my Disney career at Disneyland Entertainment, really helping create some you know, great experiences and special moments with our guests, I will say it's one of the most rewarding times of my life. And mm. I knew I wanted to work at Disneyland since I practically grew up there. My parents actually still live in the same childhood home in Anaheim. And so when the opportunity arose, I jump on it. And I mean, I remember attending college full time and trying to get as many shifts as possible at the park because the job mm. was just so cool. You know, and thanks to Disney, I met my wife and still remain lifelong friends with many of the cast members from those days. Special times, for sure. Aww. Ah, I love that. Wait, did we actually get to know which characters you were friends with, though? That's what I really want to know. Well, Come on. Okay. I mean, Sherry brags all the time about gingerbread number three. Gingerbread man. So I... Number three, most important. <laughs> I was a little too tall for the gingerbread men and Winnie the Pooh. So Tigger, ah. Goofy, Captain Hook, Baloo. A lot of my friends in the taller range were ah, my close friends. Very I love cool. That. Yeah, very a, lot of, cool. a lot of fun times. Aww. <laughs> it's all about those bare necessities. <laughs> all right. Well, you know, many people just know you as the head of D23, but you actually oversee two other massive parts of Disney. Can you talk about that? Yeah, for sure. Uh, correct. I actually oversee uh, Disney Corporate Creative Resources, which is really our in-house creative agency that produces special events throughout the year for many of our employees, investors, D23 members, and other groups, as well as full production house that really creates some great content. You know, we do shooting and editing of videos, graphic design work, digital production work, project management, and so much more for various departments across the company. And, you know, in addition to that, our team also manages... <laughs> The employee centers across our various campuses. Perhaps yeah. maybe some of our D23 members have had the opportunity to visit there on one of our tours or events. In addition to all of that, what is more cooler than being a part of the Walt Disney Archives family? I mean, Becky mm -hmm. Klein, the director of the Walt Disney Archives, and the entire team of researchers, collectors, librarians, catalogers, uh, you know, our exhibitions and operations teams, they're really, truly subject matter experts in all things Disney, from historical matters to today. They're just an incredible, amazing team, and I'm so honored to be a part of that group. Ah, awesome. Yes, we love Becky Klein, friend of the pod. For sure. What is something that might surprise us to know about your jobs? Oh, well, in addition to my D23 hat, like I just said, I wear many others that really help create some great things and work with some incredible talent and partners across the entire company. 
you know, what's really special about our team is that we sit here in the corporate headquarters of the Walt Disney Company and really have a great bird's eye view of everything that the company is doing. It's great to be a part of that work every day. Hmm. Yes, I can second that. It's very, mm-hmm. like, very cool. All right. Big headline that happened a couple of weeks ago, D23 Expo sold out faster than ever before. First, congratulations. And <laughs> why do you think that was? You know, it's been three years since our last D23 Expo. And I think the fans are just really hungry to reconnect with one another at at another monumental D23 event, right? I mean, the excitement has been building during this time and we could not be more eager to put together a spectacular three-day event for our most passionate Disney fans. I mean, the announcements so far to date of all the incredible things coming to the Expo has created quite the buzz. And I have to say, we're proud to have Visa as our presenting sponsor this year to help bring together an over-the-top event experience. And I can tell you, I know I'm excited. It's it's funny, Michael, and I think we've both experienced this and seen this and talked about it over the last year. Obviously, the events are amazing. I think one of the things that we and the fans have enjoyed most, even, I don't want to say more than the events, but just as much as the events is reconnecting. That's right. It's a big part of what D23 is all about, right? It's a fan community and they really love to share their fandom with each other. I mean, I just love watching the cosplay and and the fans come Mm -hmm. in and really just go over the top with their fandom. It's such a special weekend. Well, since it's sold out, we know that D23 is finding ways to make sure fans at home are in on some of the fun. Can you talk about that? Yeah, we are uh, going all out this year with our D23 Expo live stream. I mean, each day of the expo, our fans are going to be able to connect at home on d23expo.com and through our social channels, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. So they really don't miss a beat of the action happening in Anaheim. And I will say each day throughout the day, we're going to have continuous programming and several of our sessions will be available for viewing as well as some really great specially curated programming just for our live stream audience at home. And I have to say, I'm really excited to announce that we're going to live stream the opening and Disney Legends ceremony on Friday morning. Breaking news here, people. Breaking news. Oh my gosh. I'm very excited about that session as well. It's going to be uh, pretty incredible. So we're excited to share it with everyone at home as well. It's going to be legendary. Ooh, well done, Sherry. (laughs) Well done. A couple of details you can share about what the opening ceremony is going to include. Yeah, you know, the Disney Legends ceremony is really going to be extra special this year because we're really giving everyone a preview of our Disney 100 year celebration in 2023. So this year's opening of Legends show will definitely be a memorable one. Lots of great surprises to come. Amazing. And of course, friends can follow along with the D23 social for things that maybe aren't live stream, but I have a feeling we will once again give fans a Facebook live tour of the archives exhibit. Maybe Walt's playing some things to look forward to. So uh, just because you're at home does not mean you're missing out on D23 Expo. That's right. Don't put down your phones. Check it out. (laughs) (laughs) Lots to explore. (laughs) Every parent is like, no, don't say that to my child. (laughs) All right. Well, every expo is some new thing. So what can fans expect? Wow. You know, I think an event like no other, it seems like each year of the expo, we really raise the bar. And this year I have to say is no exception. I mean, the show floor is just packed with incredible pavilions from all across Disney. And 
We're going to have some special experiences for shopping, photo ops, entertainment, and so much more. Panels and sessions, I mean, wow, there's truly something for every Disney enthusiast. I have to say our partners across the company have really rallied together to put together a memorable event. And, you know, we listened to guest feedback, made some improvements in areas where we had the opportunity to do so, and have been incredibly thoughtful to make this a really best guest experience as possible. I'm super wow. excited. Ah, well, you mentioned that there's something for every Disney enthusiast. So speaking of, what are some of the panels that you can't wait to see? Oh my gosh, this is always the toughest part, right? I mean, we, we want to see them all. And how do we take advantage of that? You know, it's really uh, some tough decisions we all have to make. But, you know, I mentioned Disney Legends. I'm very excited to see that mm. in, the, in the opening session, of course. But Masquerade is always a yes. fan favorite and one of mine too. It's our signature expo costume contest. Just to see the incredible incredible work that the fans bring to life on stage with their creativity and design of some pretty awesome costumes. It's amazing. And our host this year, I mean, Nina West, along with our panel of judges, Ashley Eckstein, yes. Yvette Nicole Brown, Allie Mackey. I mean, it's just going to be one to not miss. Ooh, mm. So many friends of the pod. <laughs> it's true. Virtually all. Yeah. All right. We hit some panels. The pavilions are always amazing, always so immersive. What are you looking forward to walking through? Like I said, the show floor will be brought to life like nothing else. And we have some pretty awesome pavilions, you know, from our friends at Disney Parks and Resorts, Disney Plus, of course, Disney Animation and Pixar, Walt Disney Archives. And really for the first time, we're giving a fans a look at some great programming in our Disney General Entertainment Pavilion. So mm. super excited to debut that this year. But I have to say, I'm pretty excited about the Walt Disney Archives Pavilion. It's, you know, a look at the past 100 years of the company. I just can't imagine what the team found deep in the archive storage. I mean, props, costumes, collections from Disney stories of the past 100 years. It just doesn't get any better than that. You can't imagine. I mean, Come on, Michael. I feel like I feel I like I have to let you in a little bit. Honestly. <laughs> I do know a few things. I think everyone's going to be blown away. So in addition to all of that, I mean, the wonderful world of dreams, which is the parks pavilion is mm. going to be epic. Yes. You know, they're going to get a first look at Tiana's Bayou Adventure and so many other surprises from parks around the world. I think everyone's going to be impressed. They always just deliver such a great pavilion, a great experience. So super excited about the parks. Agree. And and you noted the Disney General Entertainment Pavilion, which is new to the show floor. And I think, you know, we've incorporated now some of the incredible brands that people love from the 20th century acquisition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So seeing these things all together, it really tells this big story where you've got you know, Grey's Anatomy and Abbott Elementary, along with you know, Only Murders in the Building and even That's American right. Horror Story, which I cannot wait to see what they do with that on the show floor. <laughs> I think fans are in for a treat. You said it right, Jeffrey. And all these amazing things that the Entertainment Pavilion is going to deliver here from, you know, National Geographic and Hulu Originals and so much more. It's going to be really some great first time experiences for everyone. Wow. Well, in addition to all of that, you mentioned this earlier, Walt's plane is going to be there. What did it take to make that happen? You know, thanks to our friends at Amazon, we were really able to look at Walt's plane and go back and restore the exterior of it. And it's currently sitting in the back lot at Walt Disney World. 
And we're excited to bring it to Anaheim to show it off for the first time in years. Many of us on the D23 team were fortunate to visit it while we were back there in November during Destination D23. And I have to say the work is incredible. We have a very special exhibit with some artifacts and objects from the plane. It's, I think, going to be a great highlight of the expo for sure. Cool. I love that. And it was really fun getting to see the plane in person. Right? And up that was like, you know, spoiler alert, it was like, it's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> we actually got a peek inside the plane as well, which was pretty Ooh. cool to see, you know, where the control panel was and where Walt's seat was placed. And <laughs> it's pretty special. I think everyone's in for a very special treat. Mm. And fans are also going to get a first look. You mentioned this as part of the opening ceremony, but broader throughout the entire expo, a first look at Disney 100 Years of Wonder. Can you talk what that's going to entail? Yeah, I mean, lots of fun surprises around the 100-year celebration that's going to take place at the expo. We're actually giving every D23 gold member a very special commemorative piece of art created just for the Disney 100 celebration by one of our Disney talented artists, Eric Tan. And I can't wait for you to also see what we have in store at the front of the convention center that will welcome everyone to the event. So you have to be there to check it out. It's going to be pretty epic. Oh, I'm so intrigued. I can't wait. Okay, Walt Disney Archives, they're going to have a panel previewing Disney 100, the exhibition. Can you talk about how their exhibit on the show floor will be different from what guests are going to experience in February when that exhibit opens at the Franklin Institute? Yeah, definitely. As I mentioned, you know, at the expo, they're going to be celebrating the 100 years of the Walt Disney Company. And they're really going to be showcasing a timeline, if you will, of the past 100 years with some great photo areas that's going to be showcasing some of the collections from our incredible stories over the years. I mean, everything from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs to Tron, Dick Tracy, and Mary Poppins. But when we open the Disney 100, the exhibition at the Franklin Institute in Philadelphia next February, we're going to take visitors on a really immersive journey through the best of Disney storytelling. It not only showcases our amazing collection and crown jewels from the archives, but we'll also give guests a hands-on opportunity to really see how the magic comes to life. You know, mm. through costume, music, imagineering, and technology. It's nothing like we've ever done before. And I have to say, I'm pretty excited to share it with the world in February. And guests at D23 Expo will have an opportunity to sit in on a special presentation panel that we have uh, scheduled on Saturday. And stay tuned because we plan to reveal some of the cities where the exhibition will open its doors after the run of the Franklin. more scoop more scoop (laughs) (laughs) all right well guests at the expo get a lot but please tell us where all the guests attending the expo and those who just want to know what's happening where can they get all the information (laughs) you know i have to say the best source of information is really through the d23 expo app it is just a chock full of information right the latest schedules up-to-date programs maps, things to know. I mean, there's so much more on there. Um, I downloaded mine already and we'll continue to add more great content as we get closer to the showtime in September. Mm. Wow. I would say the second best source of information would be Jeffrey. Yes, absolutely. 
<laughs> yep. Just send me an email. No problem. I'll answer all your, just kidding. Please don't do that. D23 Expo app. That's, that, that's all you need in your life. <laughs> all right, Mike, the team has revamped the queuing process for guests. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a bit about that? Yeah, sure. You know, I think the pandemic over the past couple of years has really changed the event landscape and how events come together in general. And ultimately, we really want this to be the best guest experience possible. And we've been working closely with our partners at Disneyland, our security teams, the city of Anaheim, the Anaheim Convention Center. And we have actually benchmarked many other events that are similar in design. And we really needed to pivot in 2022, right? Primarily because venue policies and city authorities are prohibiting overnight queues at the Anaheim Convention Center. So really, truly for the health and safety of our fans, we needed to make the change. So it will be strictly enforced that we will not have any overnight queues or anyone lining up overnight. The gates to the convention center will open at five o'clock a.m. each day. You will be there. We will be there. Right and early. Exactly. <laughs> you know, coffee in hand, of course. You know? <laughs> you know, ultimately our goal here is to really get everyone inside the event as safely and efficiently as possible. And if everyone plays by the rules, we'll all achieve that goal. So we do need everyone's cooperation. You know, one thing that we brought back this year are reservations. And we're doing reservations for our panels with stage pass and talent pass. And more than ever before, we've opened up more seats than ever before on those reservations. So most guests will know in advance if they have a guaranteed entry into one of those panels. And, you know, in addition to that, we're excited to partner with our friends over at Disneyland on virtual queues for many of our Disney shopping opportunities throughout mm. the show floor using mm. the Disneyland app. So really made some significant changes in our queue process this year. Wow. Amazing. Well, yeah, so make sure you've got all these apps. There's a whole lot of apps and they're all gonna be amazing. So get them before you go to the expo, if you would like, of course. Exactly. <laughs> Well, beyond the expo, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about some of the truly incredible work D23 has been doing for fans over the last year alone. The Lilo and Stitch 626 party, Disney afternoon, Tron parties during Comic-Con, the Galactic Disco during Star Wars Celebration, the return of tours at the Walt Disney Studios lot, and now a Hocus Pocus 2 event in Salem. The team is really turning it out and turning it up. What else can we expect? Oh my gosh. Amazing, right? I mean, what an <laughs> yeah. incredible lineup that you just mentioned. I mean, that Hocus Pocus 2 event in Salem. Wow. It's going to be epic. <laughs> you know, I have to say, we're just getting started. I mean, first of all, it's great to see and chat with so many fans at our events again, getting to connect with one another in our very special Disney community. We're constantly imagining new event experiences for our D23 members. We've listened to them and we're working hard to deliver some pretty cool stuff. And I have to say with the Disney 100 celebration next year, you know, since the company started in 1923, 23 is in our namesake, D23 members will have the opportunity to experience some pretty cool events. I think the best year ever to be a member. Yay. Can't wait. I mean, I'm a Charter Day member, so there you go. <laughs> Going strong. It's like one of those ads. I, you know, I'm a customer too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We end every interview with this question. 
asking your favorite Disney memory. Now, you answered this back in February of 2020 for us, and I, I cannot believe it has been that long since you've been on the show. It feels like, I mean, I guess because I talk to you almost every day, it feels like just yesterday. Back then, you said meeting your amazing wife, Kristen, at Disneyland and being a part of the opening of Shanghai Disneyland were your favorite memories. So if you had to pick another favorite memory, a third favorite memory, perhaps, what would it be? You know, 30 years of memories, that's tough to put a list together. I have to say one that does stand out. Back in 1997, Hercules was released and mm -hmm. the Walt Disney Company brought the Hercules premiere to New York City with the Main Street Electrical Parade going down Fifth Avenue. So oh, I was wow. fortunate enough to be a parade performer in that parade on one of the floats. What? And I think it was record heat wave that weekend. It was incredibly hot. It was in June. I remember <laughs> the parade actually started at the new Amsterdam theater. So it went across 42nd street to fifth Avenue up fifth Avenue to central park. And it was wow. a pretty incredible experience. I have to say. Uh that is so cool, especially to be a parade performer and not have to worry about the trolley tracks under your feet. I got to say, that's that's got to be something. The little things in life. I mean, they cleared the streets of taxi cabs and, and everything. There was millions of fans that lined the streets. It was pretty incredible to be a part of that experience. Wow. Very wow. cool. Well, Michael, it has been a dream yet again to talk to you. Cannot wait to speak with you again, hopefully in less than two years' time. And we'll see you at the Expo. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to see everybody at the Expo. And for those that are not, don't forget about our D23 Expo live stream that we're going to be bringing to you, to your home. So thank you again for having me. Till next time. Till next time. <laughs> <laughs> So much excitement coming up with Expo. It also does cause my heart to palpitate a, a lot. <laughs> Hunter, this is like, is this your third Expo now? <laughs> this is my third Expo, yeah, and I can't wait. Oof, what are you looking yes. forward to? Looking forward to a lot of stuff, Jeffrey. A big thing I'm looking forward to is Walt's plane is going to be there in yep. person. Yes. How cool yes. is that? Uh, We've been working on some videos for Walt's plane, and I've been lucky to interview some people who actually knew Walt, who oh, flew wow. on the plane, wow. Imagineer Tanya Norris, who uh, she designed the wallpaper for the Haunted Mansion and oh, wow. designed some of Ooh. like Club 33. So getting to hear from people who actually flew on the plane, who actually knew Walt, I'm going to be starstruck by <laughs> by meeting this airplane. So <laughs> I, yeah, that'll be very, very neat. I love that. I love that. Well, Hunter, thank you so much for joining us and guest hosting this week. Yes. We're so happy to have you. Thank ah. you for having me. This was a lot of fun. It was so much fun having you as a guest host and having you on this side of the imaginary camera. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll, I'll see you guys real soon. Thanks so much. Well, thanks again, everyone, for listening to D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And if you want to chat with us, just hashtag D23 Inside Disney. And for all the latest Disney info, check out D23.com. We'll be back next week with more Disney news and a fantastic guest on an all-new episode of D23 Inside, Inside Disney. Disney.